Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman, and I am joined by Jake Frejo. Just kidding. Jake Frejo. It's culturally insensitive of you, Joe. It is kind of insensitive of me, isn't it? The uh, resident FBI evil uh, expert. Oh, look at him. Did you see his face? Dude, he's like, he's worried that we think he's FBI. We wouldn't. We think you're CIA. Don't worry. I mean, is there (coughs) a difference? Huh? Is there a difference? No, right now? Just a dress code, which yeah. you exemplify. Yeah, you, def- uh, you definitely have the CIA dress code. Thank you. Yeah, the glasses really do it for you. Thank you. And since I've met lots of uh, uh, CIA people, uh, don't ask me why. Because getting involved in this deal, you have ex-CIA agents that read out, reach out to you and say, I wrote a book. Are you a Fed? Are you? No. Am I a Fed? Yeah. <laughs> Am I a Fed? I can't even get the Feds to come to my house when somebody sends me powder in the mail. That is a true fact. It's a true fact. I bet you mailed it to yourself. You're a fed. (laughs) He's definitely a fed. (laughs) Okay. All right. So today we're going to be talking about some really good stuff. No. No, it's not good at all, actually. The Pedophile News Network? No, we're not talking about that yet. Oh. No. We're going to talk about our January 6th prisoners. We're going to talk about our January 6th prisoners, and we're going to talk about the fact that Life is more complicated, and the truth really doesn't matter. <laughs> Mr. Producer, could you, something came up on the screen. <laughs> what, that down? I don't know what, what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to spell? No, that was boy. He boy. was being culturally sensitive. Boy. Oh. Boy. Um, so this actually is not, this, this is not something to laugh about. Although we woke up this morning and had coffee, and I don't want things to steal your joy. I want to remind everyone that for misdemeanors, we have, we have our brothers languishing in prisons that are run by people who, frankly, are not Americans. I, I, want, to, I, want, to, I want you to know that. The people that are actually working in these prisons, a large majority of them are been here for what, two years, five years? came from other countries, have a huge amount of racism that's been instilled in them within a system, being held in D.C. jails that are not fit for people that blew up the World Trade Center or conspired to. That is where our January 6th prisoners are being held. They're being abused. Now, the story that we're about to talk to you about, frankly, is, and you need to look it up, Mr. Frejo, and that is the video with Ray Epps asking people to go into the Capitol 20 minutes before President Trump was even done. Now, the reason why this is important is because there is a a man on trial right now Oh, man, I don't even know where to start with this deal. But there is a man on trial right now who is an Oath Keeper who went to the Capitol on January 6th. Now, the, the, the feds, the, the left-wing pieces of trash in our government, the radical leftist trash that has been complicit in the coup against the American people and stealing the voice of the American people. Those people came up with this thing that the Oath Keepers did all of this. So we have a, uh, we have a person that is on trial who is an Oath Keeper, Kelly Meggs, that for a year has been in jail. Now, the, the FBI and the complicit mainstream media 
and the, the Fed leftist trash that we have in our government, the evil, the, the corrupt and organized crime unit of the radical left, these communist pieces of trash, came up with this story that it was the Oath Keepers that went into the Capitol that, that conspired to do this. Now, that entire narrative has fallen apart. What we found out is that the FBI and the radical leftist terrorists, Antifa terrorists, planned the whole thing in an effort to make Americans that are addressing their grievances look bad. Now, beyond that, Kelly Meggs has been in jail for nearly a year. What are you, what, what are you doing? That wasn't me. That was in my ear. Yeah, no, so I, I found some of the videos. You can't find any of it on YouTube. So, Mr. Producer, if you, if you can play a Rumble video, I got those links to you. But there's yeah. not one single video of apps on YouTube, go figure, that paints him in a negative light. All right, so they've taken everything down and whitewashed everything. I'm trying whitewashed to, everything. I'm trying oh. to find the video of where the guys, those two journalists, I forget if they were from the, were they from the Gateway Pundit? That they cornered him on his, like, farm. Oh, yeah. And he, like, backed away and ran off in a golf cart. Do you remember who that was? He well, it was, was a gateway, I think. Th there, okay, do you remember uh, um, Coy Griffin? Never even went yeah. into the Capitol. Never went into the Capitol. Stepped up a bike rack onto the wall. Now, keep in mind, there are videos that show that Epps himself showed up 30 minutes before to clear barriers. There's videos of it. Videos of him clearing the barriers. Do you know who never went to jail? Ray Epps. Ray Epps never went to jail. In the trial, in the trial for Kelly Meggs. Now, I, I don't actually know a lot about Kelly Meggs. But, I, but, I, but I want to draw the conclusion for you but for what is happening right now in our country. And, and standing up, you know, we talk about the theft of, of, the, of the vote of the American people. We talk about that. We talk about the centers of the radical left having to deal with being persecuted by our government, by people in our government. They have weaponized the IRS. They have weaponized business units. They have weaponized the, the uh, um, judiciary. They've weaponized everything. Let's silence everybody that we can. Let's silence everybody that we can. Well, the Metropolitan Police, uh, so the D.C. police, they're not even really a police force. They're uh, more of a Praetorian guard, right? You know, the strong arms of the Roman Empire. Uh, the Praetorian Guard were the, uh, uh, the legion that protected the king, or the, you know, protected the state, the body that w at the peak of the Roman Empire, uh, empire as they were coming up, you know, as, as they were at the, the peak of their power. So it was not a, a, an entity of uh, justice or enforcement. It was, uh, it was a team of strong arm enforcers. Okay. So let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you something else that's more disturbing than that. Now keep in mind that they're going after Kelly Meggs. You'd be surprised at what they say Kelly Meggs did. He's been in jail for a year in a place not fit for the worst criminals on the planet. Do you know who else wasn't arrested that was actually subpoenaed to testify at his trial? Who? John Sullivan. Oh, the CNN, the CNN guy. John Sullivan sold, sold his videos of being in the Capitol, dressed in MAGA garb, is a far-left extremist Antifa member who flew around the country, literally flew around the country, causing and inciting riots all over the country. He is one of the leaders in Antifa. Flew all over the country. Caught looting, robbing, burning, involved in massive amounts of disruption and causing fear in our communities. Was inside of the Capitol right next to Ashley Babbitt. Do you know who wasn't arrested? C can, can, you, can you not do that in my ear? Sullivan. 
Sullivan. Yeah. He was not arrested. Like he's in the Capitol. They made him forfeit the money that CNN gave him. That was that was their. That's how you know you're dealing with organized crime. Hey, just give us the money you got. Yeah, just give us that. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we'll let you go. Because we got a story to protect here, and you don't fit our narrative. We're gonna let you go. Let just. That, that's the reality. That's the hard reality is that a guy that was in the Capitol, right next to Ashley, who was murdered, was murdered in cold blood. You want to talk about murdered in cold blood? They shot an unarmed woman inside the Capitol. Unarmed. And guess what else they did? They didn't arrest anybody that, that, that was an unindictable co-conspirator. I don't, I don't personally, you know, I've, I've actually met Stuart Rhodes, the head of the Oath Keepers. But the disinformation that comes out of the Oath Keepers and other organizations about, about FEC United and the things that they put online and the, this, this, this uh, misinformation campaign to hurt people that are doing good things for Americans... Yeah, it comes out of organizations like Oath Keepers. It comes out of organizations like uh, this uh, uh, Ray Epps. Ray Epps 100% is FBI or CIA. It's, it's, and that's not hyperbole. He is either working inside of those instruments or he is being paid to do the things that he's doing inside those instruments. Mr. Producer, do you have any video ready for Ray Epps? Let's go ahead and play uh, clip one. I think that's it. We need to go, I'll say it, all right. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! I'm gonna put it out there, I'm probably gonna go to jail for it. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Okay, you remember what he just said in that video, people? Remember what he just said? What did he say, Jake? Uh, the capital's that way. We nah. need to go in it. Nope, 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 nope. That's we not what he go said. Into the capital. Nope. Because nope. that's the only thing that didn't happen. I'm probably going to get arrested. Oh, wait a minute. Was he arrested? Oh, let me let me say it for you. No, Ray Epps, you're a piece of. Sh you're a piece of anti-American leftist trash. That's what you are. And man, I would tear your face off. And you want to say I don't advocate for violence? We have people that are languishing in jail because of this piece of He reads a script about as well as uh, President Applesauce reads a teleprompter. And, and they got it right up front. Huh? They got it. Most people were like, Fed, he's a Fed. You know he's a Fed. A bunch of kids with a... They, they were smart enough to figure out the guy's a Fed. He looks like a Fed. People want to say, Joe, you're getting, you're getting yourself all worked up. Yeah, you're right, I am. How would you not get yourself worked up? How do, how do we put up with... Mm, how do we put up with a guy who literally talks about storming the Capitol, inciting it, not once, not twice, multiple times, is, is a walking billboard in front of it, to promote the federal deal and is unindicted. Tell me. Tell me, Jake. Tell, know, me how, tell me how this guy is walking the street and we have guys that are in cockroach-infested places being abused by people that are barely an American. And let me tell you something. When you abuse another American in a jail, you're not an American. You're a piece of trash. Do you know you're who, a piece of trash. Do you know who Bevelyn Betty is? No. She was a... Uh, 
So she was with Enrique Tarrio, who is the former Cuban uh, refugee uh, who was the leader of the Proud Boys that got yeah. uh, set up and arrested right before January 6th. Yep. They said they found a high-capacity magazine on him, and they arrested him for that, which doesn't really make sense as to why someone would have a high-cap mag on them and nothing else in D.C., Yeah, which... You know, don't want to go too far on making assumptions, but it kind of sounds like they planted something on him. But then or, Bevelin, or or he's a part of it, and the mag was just something that they could. Yeah, that's easily ferret through, right? Uh, and, and, but Bevelin was uh, this black woman who was stabbed, uh, but you hear nothing. I mean, she was stabbed pretty badly. There's a video, or there was a video of her getting jumped by a, a bunch of uh, Antifa. Uh, terrorists getting stabbed uh, they got her in the like lower back and you hear nothing of that so you're, you, you're better off stabbing someone in the name of, of leftist ideology than just you know being at the capitol there's nothing I mean there's nothing mentioning anyone getting arrested for that but there's a, a site called uh, Religion Unplugged talking about Bevelin Betty, Jesus Matters activist who defaced BLM murals not mentioning that she herself is a black woman, stabbed outside White House. No one was arrested for that, from what I can see. No. No, and, th and there's cameras everywhere, by the way. And that was uh, election night, November 3rd. Yeah, so, so, so just so everyone understands this, let me tell you what the rules are. You matter if you work for the radical leftist trash and the organized crime unit that has bloated the government to a place where they basically get the push down on you. And everyone says, Joe, you're, you're stepping out. 2022 is a year of accountability, people. It's a year of accountability. And I recognize that I'm stepping out against people who literally have zero value for human life. I get it. I get exactly what I'm dealing with. And in the middle of all of this, we have people that are suffering, immensely suffering in our nation. Well, they pick people off one by one. Yeah, so even the whole article from Religion Unplugged, uh, they have a, a whole interview up of Bevelin. That is her. Go ahead and send that article over to um, Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer, we have something to show you. But the, the video of her getting stabbed is unavailable, right? So they have all these components of, I mean, and it's YouTube, right? So this article was written probably right around the time it, you know, it, it happened. And Mr. Producer, let's actually get her on the show if we can. I want to get her on the show. So send that article over to, if you would. Yeah, so she talks about where all of her, her religion, you know, where it originated, how, how she got into everything. <laughs> but the, the video of her being stabbed by, uh, you know, race, ra racist uh, justice warriors, as a black woman, white has been removed. White leftist liberals. White leftist liberals stabbed this woman. Video on Outside the White House. Think about that. Go ahead and scroll up if you would. Um, so, or scroll down if you would so we can get a picture of Miss Beatty. There she is right there. Stabbed. Now, do you think that they talk about the fact that she is a beautiful black woman? No. And no. she's stunning, by the way. Bunch of white kids stabbed a black woman in the name of equality. I mean, it, it sounds like equal, equal, equality, doesn't it? Yeah. This is the narrative that they don't want to talk about. This is the narrative that gets pushed by a complicit group of people who have sabotaged some of our highest intelligence agencies in the nation. Do you know what you call that? It's uh, stab equity. Stab equity. Stab equity. Do uh, you think we can, sell, we can sell something as like insurance for that? Because I, I got to tell you, there's some other things that I want to talk about as we move into that that I think you need to buy as far as insurance that will give you peace of mind. That is, every, everyone wants to make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency no matter what the cost. But what most of us don't think about is that insurance doesn't necessarily cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. You also have to consider high deductibles and co-pays as it relates to that. Now, this is obviously the thing that you hope never happens. It's like that picture of an advertising uh, advertisement of a shark um, uh, following someone with, that's snorkeling, and it says, until it happens. That's basically this. 
That is why AMCH, AMCN is so important. It's an emergency arises. You won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. The entire household. Um, AMCN covers over 100,000 patients a year. Um, now, AMCN is Air Medcare Network. I told you before that I am a member of Air Medcare Network. I got an opportunity to meet the CEO of this organization and super, super, super good man. I met him at a, uh, nonprofit a nonprofit event. Um, now, as a listener of the show, you can get up to $50 Visa card. I'm not going to talk about the Amazon gift card because, frankly, I tell you always never to, never to do business with Amazon. Um, but you get that with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily. So, um, guys, listen, this is, uh, this is a great thing to have. It's only $85 a year. And just below that, let's say that something happens with you and you're in Tennessee and they, have to, and they need to fly you back to your home state. Um, there's also a way that they'll actually fly you home with all the medical transport and everything if it's necessary. Do you know who, who probably wish they had Air Med Care Network? Who? The guy that went hunting with Dick Cheney? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh. He did survive uh. and was not upset. Mr. Producer, I sent you over the video. Uh, it's the last one I sent. It is Bevlin Beatty being stabbed by... Uh, forward-thinking white kids trying to level the playing field with stab equity. Go ahead. I need one second to play. Okay. Sure. Well, so while, while, we're, while we're waiting on that, I'm going to go through some things if we can, um, and that is some of the stuff that was written in the National File. Now, the National File has done an amazing job of doing research. This is true journalism. Um, the, but the things that they were doing was investigating the Proud Boys, investigating... Um, the Oath Keepers, and what really happened on the Capitol was able to collect some of these videos of Ray Epps. Go ahead and play this one for Beatty first, though. Whoa, 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 hey! Black Lives speaking. Matter over here. Hey. Hey. Hey! No, she's in the gray hoodie. Gotta help him. I'm bleeding. I know, but you gotta help him. Come on. Yo, get on. Get the fuck on. Get the fuck on. Yeah, girl, they tried to. He tried to stab you. They stabbed me. They stabbed me. Bleeding really badly. Oh shit! They stabbed Beverly and Beatty right now. They just stabbed Beverly and Beatty. Call 911. I got I got him on camera. I got him on camera. Oh my god. Let me just let me explain hey, hey. to you. Jeremy, get back take, over here. Take the video down. Jeremy, He's gonna go find him. Don't go over there. He's gonna go find him. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, it'd be street justice. I grew up in the D.C. area. I'm going to tell you right now. You, you stab someone. Mm. Stab him in the back. Stab him in the back. It's typical of the radical left. Yeah. Can't do anything from the front. Always got to do it from the back. Whew. This is what we're talking about with the radical left. These, these are the people that want to convince you with their mainstream media pieces of trash out there. These are the people that want to convince you that somewhere along the line they're good people. These are good people, good people that stab someone that stands for Jesus matters. You know, I never told you this, but right, right when I was dealing with my prosecution in uh, 2018, right? So when I was arrested uh, in the spring or t summer of 2019, I, I went to Vegas. And before all of the guys that I knew from the New York political circle and some of the guys that would go out with, you know, McGinnis and, and go, you know, to a few bars with the Proud Boys, uh, they had connected with me with some guy out in Vegas, and the guy was super generous. I never knew the guy, like I didn't know him from anywhere else, but you know, it was this network of people that nothing extreme. They were generous and welcoming and 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 open to uh, helping me out when I was out there. And this guy, guy puts me in touch with him, and I, for, I forget his name. But he picked me up, showed me around Vegas, 
And his mother worked at one of the casinos. And it was like a Wednesday afternoon. And this guy, blue-collar guy, had, you know, some life in, in Vegas, picks me up and took me to a casino and introduced me to his mother who worked at the casino and gave me like uh, a ticket for the buffet. And so that was my experience with, you know, these extremists, right? Uh, and then when I was done, spent a few hours together, guy drove me to the airport. And then I was like, look, I'm like, let me, you know, let me put gas in your car. Let me, and he's like, no, no, not at all. He's like, you know, I appreciate you. And then the whole, you know, all of these organizations became co-opted because when you start looking at people like Enrique, I don't know where he falls in all of this, if he's, you know, working on the side of a federal agency or not, but you start looking at all these people and the narrative as to why they had to come down so hard on these people is it because it worked, right? You started having the narrative broken in that uh, when that fight took place with Bevelin, uh, Enrique was with them, or to some degree, Enrique was on the ground with them. And so you have these black and Hispanic groups that are piling up behind these patriot movements and the powers that be had to come down and break that narrative because it was working. It was, it was, it was too successful at unifying people to help out, you know, fellow patriots and fellow citizens like the guy that took me and, and gave me a, a buffet pass at, at, at a casino his mother worked in. So they had to, they had to bring the hammer down. I'm going to tell you that one of the things that we do at FEC United, and I saw it, that this guy yesterday tried to talk trash about FEC United, and I shut him down. I actually told him, and, and again, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm from the south side of heaven. I already told everybody that, just so you know, I'm not perfect. I love, I love the Lord with all my heart. I love Jesus, the, the sacrifices that he made to give us eternal life for me is is a huge blessing. The things that I've had in my life been a huge blessing. But when I talk about the fact that everyone says that hey when you when you find God, when you find when you find your faith, is somewhere along the line you turn into a pacifist. I'm not a pacifist. I'll never be a pacifist. That's not what I'm about. Now, I've never started a fight. But just because just because I follow Jesus and I follow the teachings that are in the Bible does not mean I don't have a beast that's sleeping inside of me. And mine's barely sleeping. M mine, is, mine is always alert. And the reason why it's always alert is because we live in a society that's literally riddled with evil people who will smile at you. And I remember being in the Middle East and I'd walk in somewhere and the people that were smiling at me the most, I knew to stay away from those people because they were the ones that would do the most harm. And what does the radical left do? First of all, they're terrible at memes. The second is they're evil. So they try to make it seem like they're not evil when we know that they are. We as a group have to start standing together and that's why we build FEC. And that's why John Tigtigan, by the way, an American hero, that they've turned into a contractor. The radical left has turned John Tigtigan, the guy that was in 13 hours in Benghazi that was shot, protecting Americans. Yeah, that guy who stayed up all night long was shot and protecting our country has been bad-mouthed by the radical left media and said, oh, he was just a contractor. No, he, he was a Marine. Excuse me. He worked as a contractor at that point. But here's a guy that has served his country honorably. Who the country wanted to be, a, they wanted it to be worse. He talks about that particular that particular experience and what happened in the government and the fact that they, were, they weren't happy that they did what they did. That guy stood up an organization called UADF, United American Defense Force. And do you know what happened to these people that are out there that decided to push all this narrative? 
They infiltrated all the other aspects of UADF to try and shut them down. And it has not been successful. Here's a guy that served Americans unselfishly, was willing to lose his life, lost friends, protecting for 13 hours Americans at a compound in Benghazi. And, and yeah, they, they want to they wanna say that he's just a contractor. That's the radical left. That is the infiltration of our highest intelligence agencies. That is what happens when you have evil, corrupt pieces of trash that literally are trying to steal the voice of the American people. They want to tell you, they want to tell you that somewhere along the line, facts don't matter. They can make up whatever they want. Ray Epps, Ray Epps literally is going to testify in a trial for another Oath Keeper who was just there, didn't do anything wrong, nope, did nothing wrong, who is free, and Stuart Rhodes, who was the head of Oath Keepers. Frankly, Stuart, I'm going to tell you something. If shoulder-to-shoulder means anything, and what they do to one, they do to all, go turn yourself in and hang out, hang out with your boy. Hang out with Kelly Meggs down in jail. Spend a couple weeks down there. Say, it's not enough for me to go testify, and you shouldn't have to be subpoenaed. You should have walked in there willingly and said, I will testify at Kelly Meg's trial. I'll testify. Sign me up. Because he did nothing wrong. Call out Ray Epps, the, the FBI agent, or CIA agent. Call him out. T- tell me why John Sullivan is not in handcuffs in the same jail that the January 6th prisoners are in. Why? Why is he not in jail? Please tell me why he is not in jail. Tell me why they are not putting the guy in jail that walked around city to city, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist. All you have to do is look at video all over the nation, from Portland to New York City to Denver. I mean, no matter where they allowed it to happen, because it was allowed, in these radical-controlled, Democrat-controlled cities of burning, looting, propping up criminals. George Floyd was a criminal. Let's call him what he is. He was a lifetime criminal that had four times the lethal limit of fentanyl in his system. But somehow that guy killed him. Maybe it did kill him. Maybe putting the knee on his back killed him. Maybe that killed him. But it wouldn't have killed a normal person. It killed a person that had four times the lethal limit of fentanyl in his system. But no, 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 no. Maxine Waters can fly all the way to Minnesota and basically say, burn it down and incite riots. And do they arrest that piece of trash? No. Well, I mean, at minimum, Epps should be charged with inciting a riot. Under, under federal law, a riot is a public disturbance involving an act of violence by one or more persons assembled in a group of at least three people. Inciting a riot applies to a person who organizes, encourages, or participates in a riot. You know, I was charged with rioting just just because when I, I defended myself against Antifa, there were more than three of us in the group. Antifa. So Antifa can get 20, 30, 40 people. This is what I talk about when you have organized crime. 157 nonprofit organizations involved just in Colorado in paying people what are called no-show jobs in order to go down on the Capitol in 20... 20 to riot, loot, burn, destroy in Denver. That happened, people. And I'm not talking about small nonprofits. I'm talking about big nonprofits where people in that organization knowingly paid. Look, there, there's more evidence than any of us could imagine. And I know that the feds know about it. I know they know about it. But remember what I said about the feds. Like they, they show up when, when they think that they, you want them to show up. Envelope sent to my house had powder in it. My wife, my daughter, and myself sat outside my home at the top of my driveway while they went and checked and made sure that it was safe. They, they did that. I mean, think, think about that. Think about what I'm telling you. Well, I told you, six, six months after my arrest in the spring of 2019, a friend of mine in New York, Derek Gibson, 
uh, and his daughter, Diamond Gibson. They're both black conservatives. Derek was a former cop in uh, the Times Square uh, precinct. Uh, got assaulted by a white, uh, which we later found out to be city employee, got assaulted and called multiple uh, slurs for wearing a Trump hat and, and waving a flag. And the FBI came out again. But the FBI surfaced after the report was filed, and I was on the f report as a witness, right? The same time I was still going through my prosecution. Uh, so the FBI... What did they do to him? The white city worker that was no, going out. All the charges got dropped. All the charges got dropped. All the, but so they, they, they come to me and you I see get, what's happening. Lawlessness becomes law. The, the agent that had been working my case for the attack that I defended myself in comes out of the woodwork again. Uh, and Derek's like, look, these agents want to meet and, and, and talk. I'm like, oh, great. And the, we meet up with them in downtown Manhattan right near the, the courthouse. And I see the guy, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is the guy that was handling my case. I'm like, what's going on, guys? How are you? And they're like, well, yeah, you know, we saw your name come up again. And, you know, we wanted to, you know, get some clarification. I'm like, thinking this is going to be great. You know, that we, we, <laughs> we can clearly demonstrate that, uh, you know, the media is going on its, its uh, uh, you know, stomp, stomp on Jake campaign of being a white supremacist. And I've just saved this uh, black guy, Derek, from getting hit, thrown to the pavement. Uh, I, I, this guy cold, cold clocked him, and the marshals ended up arresting him as I you know, restrained him from going after Derek. And the agents show up, and they're like, yeah, we're, um, we just, uh, you know, let, let us have some time with Derek. And afterwards, I'm like, Derek, what they ask you about? And they're like, well, they, they wanted to be clear that uh, he wasn't a member of the Proud Boys. So it wasn't the reality, you know, it wasn't clarifying the reality that a white city employee had. What happened to the white city employee again? Nothing. Nothing happened to him. People, I'm telling you right now, we're at a place right now, we're, we're, in, we're in this place where the radical left are using... So th There's a video that I will play, I will play tomorrow, and I know tonight you and, and Greg are on the show. I am not on the show tonight, just so we're clear. I'm not on the show tonight. I will be back tomorrow morning. I, I have uh, an event I need to attend. But this guy is a city employee. Hey, he worked in the courts. Worked in the courts. Worked in the courts. So that's a good segue, Jake. Let's move on to the next story about the evil within the FBI. This story is so evil. <sighs> so Derek had filed a report with... Uh it was like the oversight committee for like uh, police negligence in New York. And they kept sending him the report, but not as he had, you know, they, they took his, they took his take on the story and they wanted him to sign off on the report as they had written it, but they would not include certain aspects of what had actually happened. So Derek kept saying, look, I'm not going to sign off on this. You know, I'm not going to bring this uh, to process. If you're not, you know, so they, they just let it die by, you know, expiration. They would not. They kept like blockading him. And once again, black guy gets black person gets attacked by a white leftist. And uh, and nothing, nothing was done. It's not about racism, people. It's about the radical left agenda to destroy Americans. That's why the January 6th prisoners are being held in a court, or excuse me, in a jail cell with un-American, barely, barely got here, refugees, I'll call them refugees, that are indoctrinated to hurt, harass, intimidate, beat, bully, good Americans that went to the Capitol on January 6th to redress their grievances. That's reality. That's the America you live in. The story that Jake tells about his friend, that's the reality. That's the FBI. That's the evil within the FBI. Now, Jake, this next story shows the erosion of the trust that the American people should have for the criminal enterprises that's been, that's been developed inside of our state and inside of our government. 
It is bloated to the point where evil thrives inside of our government. It thrives at the highest office. Our judiciary is compromised. Our legal and law enforcement is compromised. Our DAs are bought off by George Soros. Where nonprofits are being used as proxies to attack and pay people to be basically, I don't know. And all we need, all we need is some DAs out there who have enough courage to stand up to these people to start charging FBI agents. Somebody needs to walk around and say, we're going to charge Ray Epps. Why wouldn't you? We need to charge those people that are inside of those jails. We need just somebody to stand up and say, I'm charging him for abusing these prisoners, for, for knocking that guy's eye socket out, for abusing them. I want to charge the person that runs the jails. I want to charge them with crimes against our Americans. Have you noticed the rhetoric that's already coming out talking about uh, 2024? They're already, they're already setting this stage that, you know, saying that Trump supporters, if, if Trump does not win in 2024, that, you know, we need to start preparing ourselves as a country for uh, an impending civil war. They're already... They're already They're, leading they the narrative. They want to cause it. They want to cause the civil war. They're already leading the narrative. We're three years out. Guys, right? listen to me. We're not three years out. We're now. Yeah. But they're already setting the stage for the election in 2024 to already convict someone of a crime that has not happened. That we are heading to a point that, you know, if the election doesn't go the way they want it to, here's the reason why. And this is what's going to happen. And, and, it's, it's coming from both sides of the aisle. I try to f pull that up, but you should go into uh, the, uh, the, the most recent thing about, what is it, 17 months on that? Oh, my gosh. Mr. Producer, put up the Fox News article that came out literally an hour ago. A couple hours ago, sorry. FBI whistleblower blast delay for longtime CNN producer John Griffin's child trafficking arrest. Now, I'm about to tell you about something that is going to blow your mind. Mr. Producer, put up the picture of that, that sex predator. This is the little piece of trash. This is the piece of trash here. Now, let me tell you a few things about this piece of trash. John Griffin, who worked really closely with Cuomo. And by the way, I just want to be, you be aware, Cuomo was fired right after this guy was he was also Jake Tapper's producer. <laughs> but let me, let me tell you a little bit about this. Put his picture up again so everyone can get a burning. This is a picture, by the way, of John Griffin. If you are on the audio version, you need to go look up a picture of this piece of trash. They'll it should show you. They'll take care of him in jail. He's pathetic. He looks pathetic. He looks like he's the exact epitome of the radical left, of these sickos on the left. Go ahead and put up the house that he bought. He bought this house. He bought this house just to abuse children. I mean, I want you to think about this. This is his chalet that he bought to bring people to so that he could abuse small children. I can't, I can't even, by the way, give credit to the picture. This is from Fox News. Digital, it took the picture right out of their article. We'll give them credit for it. This is them. That other picture, which was his, his uh, shot, was also from Fox News article that came out today. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this because this is important, and I think you're going to probably lose your mind just a little bit, Jake. There is a drone video. There is a drone video of John Griffin standing. Whew. Yeah, I didn't see this. What, what is it? There's a drone video of showing a completely naked nine-year-old girl standing next to him in his underwear within touching distance. A drone video of that at his chalet. A completely naked nine-year-old standing next to really? John Griffin in his underwear in the chalet. When did that come out? When, when confronted by the video by the FBI agents 17 months ago, they seized his devices 17 months ago. For 17 months, he worked in CNN, 
continued this thing about being a, a, a child sex, whatever you want to call it, predator. And the FBI sat on this for 17 months. Oh, I made a mistake. This is the, this is the other guy, not the Rick Salibi, the one that Veritas chased around for the past few weeks. Told, totally different one. Same network, same pedophile. Okay, so let me, let me tell you what happened in this case. A woman uh, who adopted this child. This was an adopted child who was literally paid $3,000 to fly across the country to a Vermont vacation home, that chalet we just saw. And just so you know how they got caught, it's because the biological mother uncovered disturbing conversations on her daughter's cell phone, learning the adoptive mom had gone out to Vermont to visit a man named John Griffin, who she met online, porn sex page. The adoptive mother would also wound up in the hospital during the visit, leaving the little girl alone and unsupervised with Griffin during that time. The nine-year-old later told social worker that on separate occasions, she had been forced to watch her adoptive mother engage in sex acts with Griffin, as well as other men on separate occasions. I, I don't, I, I have no words for this. But that's not what this is about. It's not about the crime that John Griffin committed against children. How bad is it that we, I mean, me personally, I, I actually confused the stories uh, of multiple employees of one network being sex predators, right? Because you have Rick Salibi, who was the one that, I mean, there seems to be uh, a, a routine here of predators working at CNN. You know, oh. Rick Salibi had essentially, they were, you know, in that video that came out, had offered money to, I think it was his ex-fiance or his fiance at the time, and then had in text asked her for, you know, for helping her out if he, if he could get nudes of a 14-year-old, uh, of the mother with a 14-year-old, right? That's how bold they are. And then this guy, um, I'd like to actually connect the dots and, and wonder if this, because this was uh, something on its own. This was, you know, the guy ended up getting uh, arrested on these charges and I wonder if any of that came from the uh, transpiring investigation of Rick Salibi and things that were taking place on that. But, I mean, to the point where I couldn't remember specifically who it was because there's so much of this going on. You know, whether it was Jeffrey Tubin, whether it's Rick Salibi or this guy. Weinstein. Cuomo. Epstein. And Cuomo and the whole Cuomo family. I mean, guys, this is a they all have stuff on each other. And the FBI is right in the middle of it. It's a crime syndicate. You when saw, they, the, when you they saw send, this article too? Oh, the secret FBI. The, the secret this. CIA file says staffers committed sex crimes involving children. Uh, declassified CIA inspector general reports show a pattern of abuse and a repeated decision by federal prosecutors not to hold agency personnel accountable. I guess it was all just part of their job. They're just doing their job. Listen to me. When lawlessness becomes law, you have a duty. You have an obligation. You don't have a right. Take right out of the equation. You have an obligation to stand up for American values and constitutional integrity. You have, a, you have, you have an obligation. This is scary stuff. Over the past 14 years, the Central Intelligence Agency has secretly amassed credible evidence that at least 10 of its employees and contractors committed sexual crimes involving children. Though most of these cases were referred to U.S. attorneys for prosecution, only one of the individuals was ever charged with a crime. Prosecutors sent the rest of the cases back to the CIA to handle internally, meaning, meaning few faced any consequences beyond the possible loss of their jobs and security clearances. That marks a striking deviation from how sex crimes involving children have been handled at other federal agencies such as the Department of Homeland Security and the DEA. CIA insiders say the agency resists prosecution of its staff for the fear the cases will reveal state secrets. I would say those are state secrets that are, are worthy of being revealed. State secrets? You mean state secrets like child sex crimes? Harvesting organ, organs? Which state secrets are we talking about? So let me tell you about the perks of the job. You can come here. You can molest children. 
and we give you a gun and a badge. I wonder if that's in the job offering. It's probably the it's probably the same copy for the the CNN job offerings as well. I want you to think about I want you to think about what I'm talking to you about here. What what you just said, Jake. Is that this guy for 17 months was allowed to walk the streets and abuse other children, potentially do other crimes. I want you to go back to the fact that they ran guns. They ran guns to Mexico that were used to kill Americans. I want to talk about the fact that they let people out on the streets. They have a Ray Epps out there inciting people to go into the Capitol, literally advertising for it. We go into the Capitol peacefully, peacefully, never arrested, while someone languishes in jail and is abused by people that are barely Americans. They were at the Capitol on January 6th because they stole an election. The systems that are used in this country, the machines that are used in this country to count your vote don't count your vote. They choose who they want at any level, at any time, for any position of leadership in this nation. That is an absolute fact. And you know what? I will sit here and I will debate anyone. Polis, the guy from C the CEO of Dominion, let's go, buddy. I will show you how it's done. You want me to sign an NDA? Great. You want to have a debate? Great. Let's do it. I've done more than enough research. I am, this is what I do for a living. Did for a living. No, you took that away too. We are talking about an, 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 a ridiculous amount of evil. Just absolute evil. Okay, so I need to, to read this because I want, I want everyone to understand two things, one of which is um, Restart Bank is starting this. I'm, I'm doing a shift here. Restart Bank is, um, is sponsoring a thing called God's Bank. So we're building Re Restart Bank. You can go to Restart Bank. They have an app called Restart Bank. Um, God's Bank is the one that we're building, which will allow us to basically have God's Bank. It'll be the ability to do um, internet banking, but God's Bank and get away from the big banks that are out there. So download the app, Restart Bank, get that app, and then uh, open an account. And um, I'll be coming out here and telling you when we get God's Bank done. I told you we'd have it done by probably uh, March or April. We'd have everything switched over by probably June or July, so end of Q2. But we will have God's Bank, and we can watch God's Bank grow. Guys, listen. Over and over and over and over and over again, they fail the American people. Why do we need the federal government? Why, do, why when they do what they're doing and create debt and send our money overseas and threaten states for states' rights and threaten people in different states to do their biddings, when we have Merrick Garland interfering in a state election and helping and persecuting someone who is a county clerk inside of our state, helping, assisting the DA in prosecuting people at a local level to keep people quiet about what was found inside of the election machines when we have people on January 6th that are languishing in jail and being abused, and we have people like Ray Epps, and we have people like this piece of trash, John Griffin, walking the street that are abusing young children who are in positions, frankly, a nine-year-old girl a nine-year-old girl. I mean, think about what we're dealing with here, people. Think about the fact that the FBI still to this day has never come and talked to me about what happened at my house. Think about Jake's friend. I mean, are you surprised with stuff like CNN? They hired, they hired Jeffrey Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin was, excuse my French, beating off on a company Zoom call. And... And then said he didn't know that they could see him. Little, I didn't know they could see me. I, little, I just thought I'd have a conversation with everyone, look at everybody's picture, and, and masturbate in the middle of a, a Zoom call. And by the way, comes back and talks about how there's a perversion of the American people. This guy is the biggest pervert there is. Good old lube and tube. And you know, the funny thing is, is I spent about a year trying to find relevancy, trying to find... I couldn't get a job anywhere until I re... You know, re worked my strategy and, and got into the nonprofit world and, and, and advising nonprofits and, and, you know, kind of working in the shadow of things. But 
in, in reality, looking back at it, some guy, I mean, imagine if any of us got caught doing what Jeffrey Tubin did, right? Imagine if anyone. Oh, he's back on the stage. Imagine if that was my situation. And then I'm trying to parallel that to how difficult it was for me to reinvent myself out of my arrest and media attack, right? Everything that they wrote about me in the media. And six months later, this guy, you know, Lubin Tubin, is he's back center stage with the same company that he was, yeah. you know, uh, forgot to mute his camera on. So, so I, I want to tell you this. I already know that they try to do things to me. I already know. I already know they're in my cell phone. I already know that they're in all my stuff. I already know they listen to me. I already know that. I live my life. I just live my life. The scary part for me is that I have to document where I am, what I do. I have to, I, I have to do things to make sure that I'm protected. When you, when you get the, the fishing deal where I sit, at, sit down at a restaurant and some beautiful woman walks up to me and goes, hey, you're Joe Altman. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, look, I've been following you for a long time. I was like, oh, you just happen to be <laughs> in an airport restaurant. Go ahead, sit down. I'll, I'll, I'll have a conversation. I'm like, okay, so how, wh where have you been following me at? She's like, oh, you know, YouTube. Uh, and I'm thinking, uh, I go, I'm not on YouTube. I'll say it to him. I'm like, well, that's, that's interesting. I'm not on YouTube. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, maybe I saw you. And I was like, okay, well, hey, have a great one. God bless you. Have fun. Hey, listen, do you know Jesus? I always bring up weird stuff when this happens to. Jake, you've, you've seen me kind of get, somebody walks up and says, I go, oh, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I, do, I met you before at some event you were speaking at. Really? Where? Oh, down in Texas. Oh, you mean last week? Yeah. I wasn't in Texas last week. I like screwing with people. Right? I already know that if you live your life, and, and Jake is around me a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. I believe you don't walk alone. I mean, I walk alone. But you just make sure that you're, you're well protected. <laughs> I stand up for something that helps the American people. And guys, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up here. There's so much more I want to tell you. There's so many articles that are out there about FBI agents that were arrested for sex crimes. We have a sexual predator problem in our country. The biggest problem that we have, though, is not this. These are symptoms of the problem. The problem that we have in our country is that we have stolen elections and we have really evil people on both sides of the political aisle. We have wings of the same bird, people. We have wings of the same bird. And the walkaway movement should be to walk away from the establishment period and stop. That should be the movement we do. We should never get the GOP any money at all. We should completely walk away from it. And the establishment people that want to control, good. How about you do this? How about you control things that give people in America, an opportunity at a future. How about you back education that actually stands for giving people in impoverished communities an opportunity for success, not teaching them that white people bad. No. You teach them fundamentals and you get these radicals out of the way. See, the GOP likes the fact that the radical left is radical left because they oppress an entire group of people. They like it. Control. They jockey for who gets which part of the, of, the, of the road. And guys, listen to me. I am not anti-anything. I am pro-America. I think that Americans sit on one side and communist, socialist pieces of trash and people that are traitors to our nation are on the other. And by the way, the line is so razor thin, it's very easy to see. Do you stand next to people or do you take money from big lobbyist groups? Are you letting Big Pharma get into your pocket? Are you going back into the community and listening to people? Are you controlled opposition? How many people do we have absolute faith in that walk away and get amnesia as soon as they get to Washington? Who forget about the American people. That happens every day. We have an intelligence community that is infiltrated, and my words to the FBI agents who are not is stand together, find others who are not, and stand against this and eradicate them. 17 months to take a child sex predator out at CNN when they had video of him standing next to a nine-year-old naked girl. They had text messages. They had all sorts of information. And by the way, 
Do you know who blew the whistle? A 25-year, a 25-year FBI agent who is a whistleblower now who said this is a travesty and this isn't the only one. As you read in this article, and by the way, I don't ever tout Fox News. This article is very well written. It's very well written. It talks about in here a two... Oh, I can't even... I, I, I want to just... I want to throw up in my mouth when I think about this. It talks about a two-year... Two-year investigation? Two-year-old investigation. It's not... Anyway, it, it, it's a... There's another investigation inside of here that says that they... That... that they will not put a lot of time and resources into anything that has children involved in it. So they're either complicit in it or they, they call it the yuck factor. They're trying to give them a way out saying, oh, they just don't want to deal with it. You don't want to deal with it. You want to put your head in the sand and let people abuse children. It's all right. They'll handle it in jail. Pedophiles don't <sighs> get treated very well in jail. It doesn't matter to me if they're handled well in jail. What matters to me is 17 months. How many other how many other crimes were committed against children in 17 months of this monster walking the street, abusing children? Children are not born into a world where they can just understand what's happening to them. How about that nine-year-old? What happens to that nine-year-old down the road? Can you tell me what happens to that nine-year-old down the road? What happens when that nine-year-old is 18, 21, 25, gets married, tries to have a normal relationship? turns to drugs, turns to crime, puts themselves in a position where they can't understand society because society is in conflict, conflict with just the normal things that they think in their brain. How about the educational trauma? How about the fact that that nine-year-old goes on to have children and lets that same thing happen to their children? What about the psychological damage that's done to that nine-year-old? We're only talking about one like I said before, all of these are symptoms of the problem. There's not, this is not the problem. The problem is, is that we have elections that are stolen in our country. We have elections that are taken away from you. We have your voice that is stolen by these criminals. That's the biggest problem in our country. And that is the problem that we have to solve and we have to solve right now. It Yesterday we talked about, go ahead. I was going to say it doesn't, it doesn't provide any consolation to the victim. You know, it's something that sticks with them for the rest of the life. And many others that aren't even, you know, convicted of, of what this guy has been arrested on. But there hopefully is some consolation in knowing that in due time, in short time, uh, Mr. Griffin's probably going to have his head bounced off the tile floor of a prison bathroom and then subsequently pulverized into that floor. So there is a little bit of justice that... No. No, there isn't. There's, there's no justice until we get. I mean, I agree with you. There is street justice that'll happen, and, and, and I hope, unless they change his name to, you know, crime two six nine one, or his name is Michael Johnson. Are you that pedophile? Nope, that's not me. And they'll change. They'll alter their appearance. Or better yet, he might not even get. He might not even go to jail. I mean, much like the terrorist that actually planted a bomb in the Capitol who was pardoned by, I think it was Obama. No, Clinton. Clinton? Was it Clinton or Obama? Who now runs BLM, chapter of BLM? A terrorist. People, I'm telling you, there is hope. But the only hope is to actually get to a place where you stand up with your obligation to the American people, to your family, to your community. Well, th that's it for this edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. Listen, I, I, uh, if you're watching the audio version or, or you, you want to download the audio version, we're on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, uh, TuneIn. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere. You can also re-watch the Rumble uh, video. You can go back and re-watch the Rumble video. Um, or it's on, we're on Twitch. We're, on, we're, not, we're not on Facebook anymore. We're going to try and transition over. We are on Frank's Beach. And there's a lot of different platforms that we are on. You can check it in the, in in the description. You can also sign up um, by texting FREEDOM to 89517. That's F-R-E-E-D-O-M to 89517. And we will send you um, all sorts of stuff. We'll send you updates and how you can. I think one of the faxes that we'll probably do to um, Congress is to say, look, we've had enough. We've had enough of the FBI and the CIA. We've had enough. Enough. 
We've had enough of the government actually standing in the way of progress of the American people. We have enough of these people that are basically feeding their faces. So, um, but text freedom to 89517. Uh, you can read us on conservative-daily.com. Um, you know, we're on DLive. We're on a bunch of different places. This is what Max is actually better at, is this part here, the reads. But um, listen, uh, I know that God is at the wheel. When I say that, it's not an empty word. What that is, is just a statement of fact. That only, and in order for us to restore integrity and store accountability to our community, we have to start doing something, saying something. Silence is violence. Silence is violence against the American people because we're the one that suffer the consequences of an increase in 30, 40% uh, crime spikes. We're the ones that suffer these fools. Let's not suffer the fools. That's it for this edition of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman, and I am with... Jake Frejo. Frejo. Have you ever seen Anchorman where they, he puts the question mark on the teleprompter and he's like, <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I'm Jake Frejo. I'm Jake Frigo. Hey, God bless you guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning. You'll see Jake tonight. He'll probably have a lot of doom and gloom for you, but um, I'll be listening in. Take care.